0: You're listening to the Gate Charlotte Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. Awesome, thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Hiya. Oh, so good. Thanks. That was very warm. Very, very southern of you. You're so hospitable. I appreciate that very much. Oh, yeah, so uh, I don't get out much these days. <laughs> Got to stay home. I, uh, I like it. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it because I really like staying home. But you could get me out for, you know, come to North Carolina and South Carolina in the same Lunch. That was pretty good i mean i I tell them, you can't do that in California, you know you just can't go to another state. <laughs> we don't don't have that. You can drive for thirteen hours in one direction and never leave the state. It's like, foof. Well, thanks for having me in. Um, I've met so many of you, and I, I really I never get tired of hearing you know the impact of. Loving on purpose on families and giving you know giving courage where it was needed or or insight or permission or whatever it was that you needed to do a good job with you, so this is fun to get out that was that 's probably the thing I miss most about traveling around is just getting to hear what's what 's happening and uh, So we are um, doing a lot of stuff from our our home base now. Uh, One one of the things that we do a lot of is our podcast. That's the, um, my daughter and I, you know, I mean, how much fun is it to watch your kid do a great job? I'm telling you what, I'll tell you, I just, there isn't any greater joy in my life than watching my daughter do just an amazing job as a, as a woman, as a, a leader, a wife, a mom, so proud of her. So we get to do this together, and it's a lot of fun, and, and, we're, and we're getting better at it. You know, It is a little weird to sit in a room and... Talk, <laughs> but you know it, it's it's getting easier. It's starting to feel more normal, and um, I think we just like last uh, maybe March, April, somewhere in there, had a million downloads on our first our first you know little, little over a year. So it's like, oh, this is it's okay. This is working. This is working. Let's keep doing that. <laughs> So we're going to keep doing that. We're opening up some new things, and so if you get on there, you'll get to hear about all those new things. Um, Everyone wants to hear, when you cross over, well done. Well done. I was talking to a group of men not too long ago, and the thought came to me like, well done for what? Like, what's going to impress heaven? <laughs> You're like, well done, you stayed married. Well done. <laughs> woohoo! hoo I'll see you up for staying married. It's hard to do down there. It's hard to do. <laughs> way to go. <laughs> you know, you, you gave a bunch of money, which we don't even use up here, but way to go, way to go. That was... Super impressive. Wow, we are so knocked over by your generosity. Sorry. You had a billion people in your church. That was amazing. That was amazing. I let them all there, but way to go. Way to go. That was so, so awesome of you. Well done. I mean, what is it that we're going to do that's just going to impress God. Well essentially he's, he's going to say did you learn to love? Yes. That, that whole time you were down there did you learn to love? Well done. Because all that other stuff, generosity only flows through love. If it doesn't, it's you're trying to impress somebody. Yeah. And, and it doesn't mean like you know. Did you learn to be nice? <laughs> did you learn to contain your rage? Were you less obvious about your passive aggression? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's. Did you learn to love? First Corinthians twelve, you know. It's, it's, and thirteen, but it's. it's not impressed. Heaven's not impressed if there wasn't love. Driving anything that you end up doing with your giftings, with your anointings, with, with, your, with your favor, with your opportunities that heaven gave you. It's quite a process. It's quite a process. And so, what I want to talk to you today about is this thing that impresses heaven and, while we're here, chases away fear. The remedy to what's going on on this planet isn't a new president, which wouldn't hurt, but (laughs) that being said, what we need most is. Christ likeness. That's the goal of my character is to become Christ like. And in doing so, I'm going to have to mold my character into being fearless. into into being a fearless lover. And, you know, I, I don't really know how, I don't know how to do that except surround yourself with humans and don't leave. It, it's, it's the factory, it's the love factory, is be around a bunch of human beings and see what happens to you. Anybody married? <laughs> okay, that's how you find out how selfish you are. <laughs> Just get married. And, you know, because when, when, you, when you get married, you know, when you, right when you walk up there, you're like, now you get to find out how amazing I am. <laughs> I've been waiting to give all this to somebody. You're welcome. And they have a big, giant stamp that says, chuck, chuck, return to sender. <laughs> you're, you're like, what? How, how in the world was that not awesome for you? <laughs> and then you start to realize that you didn't marry yourself which is always so surprising to some people. (laughs) Like I totally thought that you were gonna just love all the stuff that I thought you were gonna love. Return to sender, return to sender, return to sender. Are you trying to tell me that I have to change? I have to grow? I have to learn? I have to appreciate? I have to respect? Yeah. Yep. Exactly what I'm telling you. We have children? These people are trying to kill you. <laughs> These people have been trying to kill you since before you met them. Some people with small children say, I can't wait until my children are grown. Yes, you can. (laughs) Yes, you can. You can still pick them up. I don't really know how you mature your love outside of having a bunch of humans around you. And the closer, the better. The closer the faster. Because as long as you're kind of on your own, out there, delusional, you stay pretty immature. And things have to go your way. Or you leave. So mature love has everything to do with how quickly... You adjust. And you adjust towards Christ-like. And it doesn't come natural. That's why you've got to have the Holy Spirit. And you've got to have a connection to what's important to the Father. And this is what's missing from the world today. This is why we're in so much trouble is that we've disconnected from the heart of our Father, and we are unwilling to adjust to become Christ-like. So that's all it's going to take. But fortunately, everybody, hopefully, has a brain. Okay? With little stars in it. You have a brain that was designed by God to want to do this. Adam's brain was designed to want to be connected to the Father and to be Christ-like. The fall messed it all up, but the design is still there. The design is still there. And at the deepest part of your brain is this place of bonding, this place of attachment. It's it's what happens with a baby. A little, tiny, totally dependent baby comes to the planet and it it spends the bulk of its time bonding, trying to bond with the, the parent. It's it's in your creative design to want a deep, intimate bond of trust, of love, of joy, of comfort. You You are on this planet to find that comforting bond that leads to joy. So when Jesus leaves, he said, I'm going away to the Father but i'm going to leave you the controller <laughs> no no that's what churches introduce if you're not paying attention that's the desire of this place up here is to be a controller but that's not what Jesus left us. He left us the Comforter. Why would in the world would he leave a Comforter? Because you're gonna need one. You're gonna need a Comforter because it's a very uncomfortable place. There's a, a lot going on down here, and you're gonna need a Comforter. Why? because you're going to have a pile of unmet needs that you're going to have to find a place to get met and in that be comforted so that you experience joy you experience joy which is really kind of the, the bait of heaven is joy and it's, it's planted in the deepest part of your little brain is to go get some. Go find it. There's other aspects of your brain that are pretty fascinating, like your amygdala. It's kind of like a, like a watchtower. It's like, who's coming? Who is that? <laughs> OK, it's your wife. It's <laughs> good. What she got in her hand? Oh, she got a gun. Yeah. You know, so there's all kinds of messages that 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 you know try to protect you from whatever's going on in your in your life and in your day. And sometimes it literally disconnects you from the option of connecting. And some people's assessment center gets hijacked and they live in a perpetual state of protecting themselves. From everyone they can't control. Is this microphone still working? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes a design piece that's there to help you turns into something that keeps you in ongoing suffering because you're more committed. To protecting yourself then you are getting to the joy. And you are no fun to be around. <laughs> and we have a part of our brain that is really the part that helps us realize that there's other people like me. Oh my God. I feel the same way. I was thinking the same thing. I want the same stuff. Oh my gosh. I think I love you. (laughs) I think I love all the me in you. (laughs) We call those places churches. We surround ourselves with ourselves, and we go, amen, amen, amen. <laughs> you're absolutely right. You know why? Because I agree. <laughs> There's just something in our brain that, that just makes us feel good, feel safer. I feel safer, you know, when uh, I know you're right. <laughs> and then when we... Surround ourselves with enough of those folks. Eventually, we we belong. We belong. It's just, we're a people. We've created a culture. And this culture feels right. The way we live feels right. We've been doing this for a long time. We are right. I dare you to try to change this about me. And this is what each person that gets married brings to a marriage. And then we fight over who's right. And the two shall become one. And for 25 years, we fight over which one. (laughs) See, your brain is designed to function the way that you live. It's it's a gift. It's a a, a setup. You've been set up to thrive in the kingdom with a loving king. You've been set up in this whole thing to win. And, And at the core, at the deepest part of your life is the reward of joy. You know, Nehemiah is saying to the, the people who've come to rebuild the, the city, they're just grieving at this point in the story. And, and he says, hey, I know it's sad. I know we've got a lot of work to do. I know a lot of damage has been done. But don't, don't be sorry. It's the joy that's going to get us through this. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And here we go, we begin to, to, to see what the psalmist is going to sing about and, and what we're going to be reminded of throughout Scripture is the power of this joy. It's as though joy is a goal, joy, joy is a strong tower. And if we, if we can get in there, we're going to be saved. you are going to be saved from Whatever. But you got to get to the joy. And this is maturity, the distance between you and joy. The farther away joy is, the more immature you are. Is this microphone still working? The farther away you are from joy, The more immature you are. The Apostle Paul is sitting in a broken cistern, you know, a a water tank in the ground. Toss him in there, there's no TV. Oops. (laughs) Oops. <laughs> and he's writing to the Philippians. He says, rejoice. Rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone around you. Gentleness. Uh, Galatians 6.1 says, uh, any of you who find someone who's fallen into a trespass, anybody you know that blew it, you who are spiritual, you who know the Father's heart, go to that person in the spirit of gentleness. You know, a spirit of gentleness is, is this. I know. I don't control anybody. Therefore, I don't try to. Rejoice, or rejoy, rejoy. I'm out, rejoy, rejoy. I thought I could pull that off in North Carolina, you know? Rejoy. Why? Because it's ammunition. It's so vital in the in the the spiritual war that you're in. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. Not even on social media. This microphone working? Okay, I'm destroying some people's ministry right now. We don't wrestle with flesh and blood. Rejoy. You're going to need it. Get joy right here. Because you're going to need it. Because this is where the mature love happens. Bad things happen. Rough things happen. We get hurt. We get disappointed. We get betrayed. We get insulted. We get criticized. We, we hurt, we disappoint, we fail, we disconnect. Not a person in this room hasn't been wounded, and if, if you're not paying attention, you will allow your wound to separate you from your joy so you have to decide pretty quick how far are you going to live from joy because of your wound this is the powerful thing is that you actually get a choice You get, to, you get to decide where you're going to live. As a believer, you have an option. Yeah, but they were so mean to me. <laughs> they said to me this stuff again twice today. Yeah, wow, that's rough. I'm sorry, it's no fun. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Pretend like I'm powerless, blame my decisions and my character on somebody else. Wrap myself up in my wound <laughs> and read material that justifies it. Is this microphone still working? feels all-consuming. You get hurt, you know, when you look down and there's an arrow sticking out of your chest and it says, return to sender. Oh my gosh, you know. I just want to hurt him back. I just want to to live in it and share my misery. (laughs) I mean, if I'm going to be miserable, we might as well be miserable. We can just form a new identity around my wound. That isn't going to change naturally. It's a supernatural process of moving back to joy from that place. But it's only going to happen because that was the decision that you made. You said, you know what? I'm not going to live here. This this is no fun, and I don't, I don't want any of what has happened, but what I do want is I want some of that joy that was promised to me. Yeah. And this is, the, this is the process of maturing love, is moving back to the joy and then deciding what to do about that from this place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You are ill-equipped to represent Christ Wrapped up in your woundedness. Making excuses and preaching truth from your woundedness. Truth over there. Fear and lies are right here. The journey back to a place of joy. And it's from that place of joy. Rejoice, and again I say, rejoice, and be anxious for nothing. Like, Oh my gosh, how am I going to be anxious for nothing? How in the world am I going to chase all this anxiety away? I'm wrapped up in anxiety and woundedness. How in the world am I going to be anxious for nothing? And rejoice. What are you nuts? You can't do it from here. And so I'm going to have to practice rejoining. How can got to rejoin again. Anybody married? Yeah. yeah. Lots of practice in there. <laughs> Lots of practice of rejoining in a marriage. Congratulations, by the way. <laughs> I was going to drop three habits on you. The first one is going to start with where you start, who you are, right? If you are a criminal in the hands of the judge, you don't know who your father is. I don't care if you grew up in the South. I don't care. If you are a criminal on trial until you finally make it to heaven, maybe, you don't know who your father is. That's not your father. That's the deceiver. The the deceiver got a hold of you and never let go of you, and you are in big trouble because the place to hide is in victim. You've got to get a reality check in who you are before your father. And you have to understand that you are worth dying for. You are worth dying for. You are a dearly loved child of light. And he sees you. And he wants you to see everybody around you. And to stay in the light. You once were darkness. You once were a criminal on trial. You now are light. You're r light, not going to be, not in the process of becoming, R. One guy's happy about that. <laughs> so you, you start from a true identity. If you're going to practice joy, you, you know, I belong here. This is where I'm supposed to be. How did I get over there? I don't even know. What was I thinking? I'm supposed to be here. This is, this is my place. With my father. And I I practice connection with with the Holy Spirit. I got like one rule, love. Okay? Like it's like being back with Adam. Adam had one rule, right? Don't do that thing. One rule. Can you imagine running around naked with one rule? I mean, how much how much fun is how much fun can you have? And the rule has to do with a tree. <laughs> We're back to one rule love. Love. And the nuancing of that is love the Lord your God and don't grieve. And don't quench your connection with him. Don't break his heart and don't disconnect. Here's your rule in love. is Pay attention to what's going on that keeps you in the joy, in the comforter, in the attachment center. I got one job. I got one job. Practice that. This is why being sensitive to his presence, being in a community of people that are focused on his presence. Presence isn't worship songs. Some people. You know, recognize his presence in a room because it's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. You feel like, what's what is happening to me? You are aware of something that you've just not been aware of. But the relationship with his presence, the relationship with him, isn't Sunday morning for forty minutes. I mean, married people, you know, struggle here, like sitting on the couch together or in the room together, disconnected. I'm in a room with you. I see you. There you are right there. I see you. I smell you. But we're not connected we're disconnected we're not enjoying each other please please understand that the 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 purpose of your marriage is to enjoy each other not endure <laughs> <laughs> been married for 50 long years We've been disconnected for 49 and three-quarter years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, what a bummer. What a waste. Grow up. Mature. Because I'm sure that practicing your connection here strengthens your willingness to connect out here. It it, it strengthens and develops your ability to connect out here. Mature love casts out fear, but immature love casts out people. And so in my immaturity, I build distance. So a symptom of the problem of under-practicing my connection to Holy Spirit is distance in my most intimate relationships out here. I don't know if you're gonna invite me back, but um, <laughs> just trying to get you to see some things here. <laughs> Consider it all joy. <laughs> when somebody kicks you right in the chin. <laughs> rejoy, rejoy. got to feast on this stuff it 's got to be your bread it's it 's a choice to feast nobody 's feasting on an IV it's it 's a deliberate act to choose joy when you've been Hurt, opposed, scared, when you feel powerless. you got to get back to the joy. you got to get back to this connection. you got to get back over here. This is the goal. This is the maturing. The maturing is the, is the movement to this place. It becomes your goal. It may not be your goal right now. It becomes your goal. I gotta get back to the joy. Oh, that hurt like crazy. I gotta give me some joy. I gotta go find some joy right now.
1: Maybe I'll be able to breathe a little
0: better when I get to the joy. Because it's in the joy where you now understand I'm not really here on this planet so i can be right I'm, I'm 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 back in the joy i realize oh, I, i'm not really here to destroy an enemy i'm actually supposed to love him oh my gosh, if I, if I love my enemies, I won't have any. <laughs> what the heck? What's gonna motivate me in life? what will I do with my gift of suspicion? (laughs) When I'm in the joy, the priorities of my choices, behaviors, and motivations change. I'm, I'm of another world. I'm of another kingdom. I literally have a different perspective. But you sit over here in your wounds, in your offenses, in your disconnections, and a whole new list of priorities show up. And you will die on the mountain of being right, or at least be willing to kill on the mountain of yeah. being right. I'll kill everything around me so that I win. Because I won't be humiliated. I won't be wrong. I won't be degraded. I'll punish everyone who's a threat to me. And the only people who get near me are the people I think I can control. That... It's not Christ-likeness, by the way. No one's going to mistake you for Jesus. <laughs> beard or no beard? <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> and so it's, it's in the joy, it's in this place, I begin to realize, oh my gosh, forgiveness is a weapon. Forgiveness is a weapon that gets me right back to joy. It's a gift. It's an absolute gift. It's also, it's also a command. Get good at this. Get good at forgiveness. Because without it, you don't get back over there. You get locked in bitterness prison. We've been equipped, we've been trained, we've been gifted, we've been instructed. We, we know what to do. It's now a matter of maturity. It's now a matter of stepping in and practicing what it is that we know gets us back to the joy. And you don't ever wanna let go of the hand of joy. Just don't let go of the hand of it. When joy stops, you're like, "Whoa, wait, what? What's going on? What do we do?" Like, oh wow, look at there. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, ouch, woof, <laughs> that hurt. Oh, no, no, okay. uh, <laughs> I, I see what you're saying. Good call. Good call. Yeah, bless. <laughs> passive-aggressive, but oh, passive-aggressive, I know, I'm sorry, I was just so... I'm, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. I'm not Christ, I'm not Christ, okay, I'm not Christ. <laughs> Trying to get like it. Um, if you've paid any attention to the, the Kylo show, then you know something called the Kylo Five, right? Now, I'll just quickly list those out there for you. <laughs> boom. But it has everything to do with an offensive plan of what you're going to do with you. What are you going to do with you on this planet? Because it's scary right out there. It's a little bit scary in here, but somebody's talking and distracting all of us right now. (laughs) But right out there, it's rough, scary right out there. So you've been given a spirit of power for a reason. Not so you're going to act like a victim wound up in your wounds, nursing your unforgiveness, separated from joy. The, f- the first steps of maturity are take responsibility for yourself, you don't control anybody else, you don't control anybody else on a good day. You control who, yes. On a good day, you control yourself. Have a good day. Manage you and and keep connection, the goal. Number two, make sure that, or number two is win. Win the war between love and fear. Choose to listen to the counsel of love. You You have two counselors every day. In every situation, you have two counselors. They both want to influence you. Neither one of them have control of you. Neither one of them have control of you. Neither one of them have control of you. It's this microphone working. (laughs) Neither one of them have control of you. You decide. But here's what happens. In your decisions, if you make the same decision over over and over and over and over and over and over and over, the distance between cause and effect shrinks, and all of a sudden, it doesn't feel like I had a choice. I feel like I reacted. I just reacted. I just, it just snapped. I just... I just... I don't even know how. I... I just keep. I don't know. I I... I no. 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 Not. Think about driving. You know, if anybody teach a 16-year-old to drive lately, it's tremendously overwhelming. Why? Because they're asking, hur, 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 and they're turning the car like this. <laughs> Turn faster! Come on! How? Well, how fast? I, well, faster than this! Uh, I remember we got to the stop sign, and my my son says, "Dad, which which way makes the blinker go that way?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Up, up, up is that way." How long was the last time you had that thought? Why? Because driving just happens. I don't know how I drive. I just do. I just get in and the car takes me places. That's coming. I heard that's coming. No, it's because cause and effect, thinking has reduced to... I don't even think about it. That's what habits do. That's why the habit of choosing love, the habit of moving back to joy... Eventually, you're like, oh, that stuff doesn't even bother me. I never left joy. I never left his presence. They're really hurting. They're really scared. That's what's going on. You watch people work with animals, you know, and a dog goes. Ah, ah, ah. You're like, "Whoa, whoa! Get a gun! Get a gun!" But people that work with animals are like, "Oh no, he's just scared. Here, he's just scared." Moving to, I'm just, like, what's wrong with you? You're going to get bit. No. Oh look at a dog. A demon possessed dog is licking that lady. <laughs> How did that happen? Why did that? Love, love chases away fear. But first, in me, right? The gift of discernment is not for me to tell what's wrong with you. Good word, yeah. Yeah, I Totally, I totally. Do you feel that unclean spirit, on That guy. <laughs> run away, run away, unclean spirit. Unclean spirit. Well, oh, what a gift. What a gift that is to everybody. <laughs> now, discernment starts with what spirit are you of right now? Love or fear. Are you you back in love and joy and hope? Now, discern. But if you don't catch what spirit you're in, then you're like the disciples who want to blow up a city for being disrespectful to Jesus. (laughs) A, it's amazing they thought they could do that. (laughs) B, it's amazing that they've been with Jesus in person camping for three years. Hey, Jesus, what do you think about this? From the horse's mouth. Three years. And they come back and go, Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? We're going to blow this town up. I'll get a little bit of the love of Jesus back in the place. And he says, Mamma Mia. What's the matter with you people? (laughs) You don't know the spirit you're of here. (laughs) Connection's my goal, connection's my goal, connection's my goal. Why? Because I am in the Holy Spirit. I'm in the joy, I'm in the hope, I'm in the love. I'm in what makes me Christ-like. Connection is the goal. It may not be the opportunity right now, but it's the goal. You know, If you haven't heard me talk about boundaries, then you're a little bit, I'm scaring some of you, I understand it, you know, talk about too much love and people get scared. But connection is my goal. We're disconnected because of what happened. But connection is my goal. We just uh, haven't hit it yet. That's my goal. And I control that. Nobody else controls my goal. I do. It's mine. So if it's distance, there's nothing you can do about it. But I will set you up to blame you why we have distance. But it's my goal. I keep creating it. So connection is my goal. And then I am going to lower anxiety in our communication. I'm going to communicate respectfully, responsibly, with the goal of connection. I'm going to manage me and this giant pie hole in my face. <laughs> it's my job. This is what I'm getting well done for, right here. Well done. Way to control that pie hole. That was amazing. I saw some things going on inside of you that you didn't let out. Way to go. Wow, that's very helpful. Why? Because I know how to increase anxiety in communication, and I know how to decrease it. I know what chases away fear. And then Healthy Boundaries starts with, what will I participate in and what will I not participate in? I'll be glad to have this conversation as long as it stays respectful. But when when, when respect leaves the room, I'm going with them. (laughs) Me and respect are going to hang out together. I'll never blame you for me behaving unchristlike. I'll never blame you for mishandling my soul or my pie hole. You're never to blame for my habits or my character. Amen? Amen. Awesome. Well, will not you stand up? Very few of you ran out of the room. I'm very proud of you. These are hard sayings, I know. I know, how, I know how hard I'm working you over with how much you wish somebody else was here to hear this. But believe it or not, I was talking to you. It's true. It's true. All right. Uh, put your hand on your neighbor. Pray this prayer deep, deep, deep from your heart. Lord, help them. Help them. <laughs> Lord, help them. Did you hear what this guy just said? Help them, Jesus. Help them, help them, help them, help them. Help them. Help them. Lord, they're going to need some help. Going to need some help. Whew. All right. Now take your hand. And put it on the person that really needs this prayer. Right here. Right here. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Help me get this deep, deep, deep in my heart, Lord. That you would be glorified in the love and joy that flows from my life. Lord, I pray that you would be famous in all the earth because of the love that flows from my life. We pray collectively, Lord, that people would see us and think, those people belong to Jesus. Look how well they love one another. For your glory, in Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to the Gate Charlotte's Podcast. Consider subscribing so you don't miss a message. We're sending this to someone who might need encouragement today. Thanks for joining us.